0: Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up Because this is nothing like
1: that. Working.
0: Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show.
1: Very sexy robot.
0: Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga.
1: My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game
0: podcast. All right, we do a podcast. Here we go on a lovely, well, sort of lovely. What's up, Al?
1: Oh, hi there, Jerry. I uh, wanted to bring something up immediately as uh, many people sent this to me on Twitter. They probably sent it to you. Most notably, Mr. Chris Lopresti also sent this to us uh, last night. And uh, is this um,
0: the poor conjoined twins.
1: Yeah, it's a story uh, this titled is sad. This is the title of the article appearing in the New York Post. We're conjoined twins and share a vagina but only one of us has a boyfriend. Ben there. You too, huh, Jerry? They're 22-year-old Lupita and Carmen Andrade. They, um, they are were born in Mexico, grew up in Connecticut, and they share a pelvis and a reproductive system, a liver and a bloodstream. They each have one leg. They each control one leg. This is I can't
0: believe this is real. Yeah. It's sad and I I don't know.
1: Now she said one of them said it's not all rainbows and sunshine. We've had a lot of challenges, but we have a great life. Good for them. That's a great outlook. We go to movies and concerts and we travel on airplanes.
0: That seems like that would be difficult.
1: They explained they'd never have tried to have surgery that would separate them as it could be fatal for mm-hmm. one of the conjoined. Imagine twins. how
0: scary that is. Yeah. Because I'm sure, like any, t- we've seen this before, and I'm sure, like anybody, you want to be your own person. Yeah. But to tell, I don't know what the, I don't know what the success rate of a surgery like that would be. I can't imagine it's very high. Is yeah, f- because they're she- sharing
1: organs. Yeah. Yeah, it's very difficult.
0: I mean, it's. I would think that's got to be one of the scariest things to even think about doing that you would that you would have on your plate. That is just.
1: Yeah. There's not another word other to me than sad for this. Uh, The article here in the New York Post continues, when it comes to dating, they have a bit of a different outlook. Carmen has a boyfriend named Daniel, while Lupita is asexual. So this must uh, get very difficult, Jerry. I see them uh, there together with the boyfriend, uh, one of the boyfriends, Daniel. Yeah. Hmm. Conjoined twins, Jerry.
0: And what's terrible about this is you would think that Feelings are obviously involved. And if one becomes emotionally attached to someone, I, I don't know how you go forward with that.
1: Well, uh, here's, they met on a dating app called Hinge. And uh, Carmen liked him because he didn't ask any questions about being a conjoined twin to start the conversation. That is smooth. He's like, everybody else is asking questions, I bet, about being a conjoined twin. He will go the opposite, Jerry. What yep. do you like? What do you watch on television? What are your what is your Spotify playlist? Do you listen to Alan Jerry podcast? These that are would the be questions. Cool. That would be cool. Yeah. <clears throat> now, she said um let's see Jerry says even though they're dating, Carmen said that they are not sexually intimate with each other. She described their bond as more of a close friendship.
0: Right, and so that's what I'm saying. I'm sure she would like to have more.
1: Yeah. How can you though? Yes, it's very difficult. My goodness. Oh. Let me see where it says they share a vagina, Jerry, because that was... See, this is the problem with headlines. The headline was, we share a vagina. Here I am. How many paragraphs am my aunt Have you heard me mention the vagina yet? You have not. I would say two paragraphs
0: you've written so far,
1: or read. Well, these are like small paragraphs, so there's actually been quite a lot of them. All right, let's see. Uh, she continued, sometimes I feel bad because I want to spend so much time with Daniel, so we try to come up with compromises, like I'll let Lupita choose where we go out to dinner or what activity we're going to do. Interesting. They're very fashionable, these twins, I'll tell you that, Jerry. Good for them. They wear very nice clothing.
0: I wonder if someone like this would pick up them for a reality show. And I hate I, not to...
1: Just to seems see that- to be,
0: you know, like the girl that that doesn't age yes that's right i mean you've told me about that yes and i only say it because whether it's right wrong or indifferent i'm sure a lot of people would watch this because it's a very different way of life
1: absolutely and what you really want to see is how people treat them although with the cameras rolling you'll get a different yeah you would have to have hidden cameras you'll on get them. a different thing right all right let me see jerry um one of them wants to become a comedy writer the well, two both want to work in the veterinary industry and Lapita hopes to become a comedy writer as well. Which is wonderful. And I will tell you the one good thing
0: about being around this time, as opposed to if they were dealing with this in the 1940s, you can work online, like you can have oh, yeah. jobs that don't require you to be in an office or a factory, Correct. Or, you know, and you can have, I imagine if they've got laptops next to one another, they could each technically have two different jobs at yes. the same time. I mean... So there are, the upside is the time that they're around in Mm -hmm. does help them. And if you want to be a comedy writer, why can't you do that? Why not? Absolutely.
1: Now, Carmen said that she and Lupita have the same taste in clothing. And one of their neighbors has been sewing their clothes together since they were five years old. It's very nice of them. They do have some unique looks, though, Jerry. Carmen has a septum piercing in her nose. Okay. The other one does not have a, a nose piercing. Right. How about this is interesting. The two can feel each other's feelings. I can feel when Carmen is anxious or about to cry.
0: Again, that's a tremendous burden on someone.
1: Right. Well they say that even of of twins, identical twins, who are not physically attached, they know when the other sometimes when they're living in different cities, they can feel when the wow. other one is having a I don't know that I buy that, but okay. Day. It's interesting. This one you understand, they're connected. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And you're experiencing everything with the other one. Right. I'm still trying to get to the vagina part, Jerry. Excuse me. You Let's really see. want the vagina? I'm just going Well, because that was what was promised. Let's see. They don't get sick of each other, which is good. They've been friends since they were... Jerry, there's not a single quote in here about having a vagina, The one vagina. For real. I swear to God. And that's in the headline. Yes. Right, let th- me ask you I, this. There's a lot of scrolling because they actually okay. have a lot of photos of the twins. Let me ask you this. Read yeah. me the headline again. We're conjoined twins and share a vagina, but only one of us has a boyfriend. Okay.
0: Take out that middle part. Would you have read the article?
1: We're conjoined twins, but only one of us has a boyfriend?
0: Probably not. Isn't that something? Not only did you read it, you were scrolling feverishly scrolling. to find the to find the line. Right.
1: And I bet all the people who sent me this, like Mr. Chris Lopresti, also didn't read the full article. Probably not. Maybe I missed it early on, Jerry.
0: Okay, you, hold on. Why don't it's, you search uh, it?
1: Oh, says, the twins who were born in Mexico book grew up in Connecticut, share a pelvis, a re- reproductive system, a liver, and bloodstream. The, uh, which I read to you. Yes. The word vagina is not... This is what, based on this article, title, we're conjoined twins and share a vagina, but only one of us has a boyfriend. My guess would be the entire article is about how one of them wants to have sex with the boyfriend, but the other one is not interested. That would be the article. This is not what this is. They even said, we're not intimate with each other. Correct. The freaking New York Post, you sucked me right in. <laughs> <laughs> now you know why I get screwed up with these sports, so-called sports stories we cover. That is tremendous. In the... That Damn is it, actually Jerry. very funny. Unbelievable. Oh yeah. <laughs> Who do I write to? This the New is York Post. Jane hers at the Post. Now, so she... right. you should write to her. But here's what she's going to tell me, and she'd be right. Jane hers is going to say, I wrote the article. V- another person writes the headlines. I know, but I, it, it amazes me.
0: She's probably they have, upset. They have no control over the headline of their story.
1: Right. I know.
0: Like, to at least be like, hey, come on, man. This isn't right. Come up with something better than this that's more accurate. Or not that it's not accurate, but it is misleading given what the article
1: yeah. is about. I appreciate the, the conjoined twins. They they provided a lot of photos for this article, Let me Jerry, see this. Which you is think interesting.
0: That, let me, okay. Do you think that the twins would
1: be happy with that headline? No. I don't either. Absolutely not. I think it's a crappy headline. Because they're actually an interesting story about them. Yes. And uh, you you would think they would want to share this story with their family members, friends. Correct. Not with that headline. Right. Right. We share a vagina, but only one of us has a boyfriend. Not related at all to this story. What's his name, Zero. Al? Zero. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> no, Daniel. Daniel's Daniel. Daniel. That's right. Right. Unbelievable. Yeah. I know. What a bunch of crap. Yep, they got you. They really did. They sent me a lot of other people right sent it to you. Yes. Oh, oh. A, they were they were they're adorable when they were little kids, Jerry, just adorable. And now they're young adults dating and still adorable. Still adorable, Jerry, dating Le- leading a very challenging life. Very challenging yep. life, like you said. Yep. All right. Well, see I hope you're happy now. You got to
0: pay for parking, Jerry. Parking, god darn it.
1: Yeah. Um, today's also, I guess, a bring your kids to work day.
0: It is. I did not realize everybody was going to be here with their kids, yeah. I texted Spike last night mm-hmm. at six o'clock when my son asked me if he could come to work. Yeah, so I could no problem with it at all, which was very nice. Was he aware
1: others would be bringing? N- I don't know kids to work. I don't
0: know. I, and you know, I this day's happened before. And there's always been a kid here or there, but not yeah. as many as there are today. Yeah,
1: it's a lot today. very busy. You know I was trying to think? I think that, uh, you know, I know all of you here, and I know your children. I've seen the children. For, you know, you see kids sometimes on social media. You, yeah. Um, I do think, though, had I not known any of your children and you lined up the kids, I could have picked out your kid, Brandon Tierney's kid. You know what I mean? Like, the kids do reflect the fathers. Well, I'm glad that you could pick out my son
0: having been working with you for 14 years. Well,
1: that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying if I didn't know your kids prior. Right, right, right. Like if just just like seeing how the kids act, okay. how they look, and of course how they look because they 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 all have a resemblance to the father. Sure, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, so it's just interesting to see. Like I would have been like, that's definitely Brandon Tierney's okay. kid. That's Jerry's kid. Tiki's got his daughter here. Tiki's got. his I wish Gio would have brought his daughter.
0: Martin's Martin brought his was... son
1: in. Yes, our engineer.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's cool. It was busy before the three of them. My guy was, you know, he's older. My kids my son just turned thirteen, so he's hanging out on the computer watching Bat Bros and baseball <laughs> videos. Um and the other three are younger and they yeah. were running around having a blast. Yeah, yeah. So good did times.
1: you Did you go with your to your dad's work ever? I know I don't know that
0: yeah, I had been there many times. But I don't think they had these days. I don't know that they did that, and I don't know if I ever went to work with him for something like that. Yeah. And it's hard for me to remember just from the standpoint, like I said, I had been there so many times. I don't know that I can separate hanging out for a day or being there to meet him for lunch or if we were there, a lot of times what we would do, and this goes back to what I always say about this, the tickets his company had for the Devils and Rangers. There were so many times my mom would pick us up at school at 2.15 and we would go straight to the office in Secaucus and get there by three. He would leave early. We'd go to dinner and then go right to the, uh, to the Meadowlands for the Devils. You know, and sometimes we'd go into Manhattan for the Rangers. So it's like hard for me to separate at this, uh, you know, 50 years into 50, 40 years ago. Yeah. Did we go in middle of the day? Did I go with him? I don't remember. I don't remember.
1: Yeah, but you don't like, uh, and I went with my dad a couple times to uh, Delta Airlines, Newark Airport, but I don't ever recall there being other kids there. Yeah. So I must've just went on a day where he wanted to show me uh, work.
0: Maybe you were off and you wanted to go.
1: Yeah, I don't remember how it all went down. I think I went twice. Okay. I just remember it being interesting because, you know, you've been to the airport. Right. But but being able to go into the bowels of the airport. Yeah, sure. Like the real bowels of the airport. Uh, Which is neat. Yeah. The things you know. It's kind of
0: like I remember the first time I went to to Yankee Stadium as a quote-unquote reporter. Yeah. And finding my way through. It was, it's cool. It really is seeing areas that most people don't get to see. And then weaving your way to the locker room and the clubhouse. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So I could see the same thing with the airport.
1: I wonder, like, can, can people bring their kids to the hospital if they work in the hospital?
0: I don't know about that now. I, <laughs> right, I, a good question. I would say probably not, but I don't know. Maybe. Who knows?
1: Or maybe at uh, hospitals I have designated areas where kids can hang out and maybe. see. Maybe. Yeah.
0: Like the snack room.
1: Yeah. It's weird, too, because you want to see how your dad is um, treated at work, too. Like, how do people respond to your dad?
0: Yeah, well, the good thing for me when my son comes and watches me work is there's no one else here. So it's just you, too. pretty (laughs) much treated quite well by myself.
1: (laughs) So you do say nice things. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. I do like to, I'll take a picture with him in the studio. Mm -hmm. And so the first one with him, it was Boomer and Carton, and he was tiny. I think he was like six. Yeah. So now, seven years later, I'll take a before and after today. I think one last year, too. I took him to the Yankee game, if you remember. Yes. And even that, I think you'll see, he's almost as tall as me now. So in a year I think he grew another three inches or so. But yeah. uh, it'll be it's fun seeing the progression. Yes, definitely. It's also scary and frightening, but
1: Yeah, because you've stayed here the whole time. Yeah, I've only and gotten then, wider. Yeah. I have not gotten taller. <laughs> and he's gotten thinner and taller. We should keep growing as we get older. Like a seventy year old should be like nine feet tall. No, nah, I don't want to
0: be nine feet tall. <laughs> yeah, you of your mind? How old no, that no, guy no. Is?
1: Yeah, he's tall. I did have a very
0: good report from my doctor yesterday. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. You did your fasting thing. You did yes, blood work. But he was very unhappy with my weight. Oh, is that right? Yes, he was not happy. And then you know we went over we went over my whole sleeping schedule.
1: Oh, that must have gone well. He looked like
0: someone that had just witnessed a gruesome murder. Because <laughs> 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 he's like, you, you were, can't do this.
1: We're you hearing about this now more so than ever. Unless I'm sensitive to it because we don't sleep. Yeah. But that's all I see now, like in the health stuff, the doctors, when it's you sleep. go, it's like, and that's what they're locked in on. Yeah. Is sleep. And what How did he tell
0: you? He told me that somehow, some way I have got to figure out a way to get seven hours sleep a night. Seven. Mm-hmm. And I told him it's, it's just not possible. I can do six, six hours and 15 minutes. How do you
1: feel about six? Not
0: great. He really? said It's better. He said, it's better. He goes, but research really shows like seven's the number. Seven is where it's a a much healthier brain. It um, revives itself at night, refreshes itself. Six is not great. And when it's five, five and a half continuously, some nights for me, I told him some nights are two and he looked like I was nuts. Yeah. I said, but so I did ask him though. I said, but what about, I said, but what about firemen or policemen or even um, like ER doctors. emergency room employees that work these 18 hour shifts 24 hour shifts he made a good point he goes you're right because but in a lot of those cases they're there but they do get to sleep yeah he goes what you're doing you're really not sleeping and he basically um he gave me the analogy because your life is basically constant jet lag and then I told him I fly a lot and I said, I really don't have jet lag. He goes, yes, because your body, your life is jet lagged. He goes, so when you're on the plane, your body is probably at ease because you're relaxed. He goes, but you are, when you're only sleeping four to six hours a night, he goes, you're in constant jet lag. He goes, let me ask you, how tough is it to drive home? I'm like, oh, I'm like, if I ain't eating something, I can't make it. He goes, right. He goes, your body shuts down. I'm like, yes. So he's like, you told him about the,
1: uh, the, um, what do we call those? Sunflower, sunflower,
0: sunflower seed trick? I didn't, but I mean, I told
1: them as long as I keep eating, I'm good. Well, it's better you said years ago you used to eat uh, a Roy Rogers meal <laughs> on your way home. This is better. You're that eating was sunflower the, seeds. That was the beginning of my adult weight gain. There is that always that fine year, Jerry, yeah. when you're as an adolescent who's uh, running around, mm-hmm. burning a lot of calories. No, oh, I can eat whatever I want. Yeah. I look great. There is a time that comes. And yeah. that was it for you when you 100%. were driving I think was, home. I think it was 2005
0: is when I started struggling to get home badly. Maybe 2004. I don't remember exactly when, but it was right around there. And I had noticed my weight starting to increase because I was getting a bacon cheeseburger and fries and a gigantic Coke on the turnpike. You know how wonderful home.
1: that sounds like right now <laughs> to be like, just, a, a, you look forward to the ride home, my baby. Yes. Like, oh, I'm going to get that. I'm going to stop by Roy, Roy Rogers. Yes,
0: that and I told you the Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, what are they called? Oh, I can't think of what they're called. The iced. They're like the shake Frappuccinos. Drink. No, no, no. God damn it! I can't think of the name of it. But they're the they're they frozen coffee drinks. The culottes.
1: Culottas, Yeah. I didn't
0: realize what the hell I was drinking. I couldn't wait to go to work. So when I was working at night, I was working 4 p.m. to 11:40, and I would leave at two. Like 145, and I would go to Dunkin' Donuts. I was getting a large culotta. Yeah. It was phenomenal. And I realized at the end of the way, I'm like, wow, I put, I put on like three pounds. Like, what the hell? All I'm doing is drinking coffee. I haven't changed anything. Right. And then I remember looking up the nutrition facts. Holy crap, Ooh. 700 calories. Yeah. <laughs> but delicious.
1: <laughs> oh, I bet. What a great oh. drink.
0: But you can't have the extra large one every day.
1: Right. And then uh, then have uh, Roy Rogers on the way home with yeah, the fries. Tell me about it. Oh, so so good, though. Right. Those those so wrong. Some rides home. Oh, my God. Yeah. Are you ain't kidding. Mm. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: And so, yeah, he uh, told me, he last year he he asked me to lose 30 pounds next time he sees me. Okay. And he goes, I see you didn't take my advice. You're up six.
1: <laughs> so he wanted you to go down 30. You showed up plus six. Yeah. So I'm up 36 pounds from where I should be. What other uh, advice
0: did he have? Um, Sleep, number one. Sleep was the biggest thing he said. Regular exercise. He didn't care what it was. Play golf, but walk, not in the cart. Uh, take, go to the park and walk, run, cardio, strength training. you got to do something at least three or four days a week at your age. I said okay. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, those are really the two things. You know, he said you know how to eat. He goes eat right, but and when do you get blood work back? Um, within I think seventy-two hours. Yeah. So maybe by tomorrow, if not Monday, he's like, "If you don't hear from me, everything's good." I'm like, "Great." So when the phone rings, I got to worry. <laughs> awesome.
1: <laughs> Tell me only FaceTime. You're like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> never got it.
0: Yeah, never got, never got your bad news. He did offer me something though, which I did, which I did fill the prescription. It is not. What's the medicine that you get hooked on? What, an opioid. It's Opioids. not that. It's not that. It is a very light dosage. It's stronger than melatonin, but it's not. I can't think what it was called. He goes, and it's not going to keep you asleep. But if you have anxiety and you have trouble falling asleep, this will mellow you out. So I did take that, and I said, "How will I wake up?" He goes, "You will wake up." Fa-. He goes, "Even if you can only sleep three hours." He goes, "This isn't going to make you groggy. Right. It just relax. It's like a, it's not a muscle relaxer, but it's it's like an anti-anxiety thing." And he goes, "You'll. I promise you, you'll fall asleep." And because I told him, I told him Sunday nights I only sleep like two to three hours because I can't fall asleep on Sunday nights. So he offered me that. I'm like, yeah. Mm. I'm like, you know what?
1: I'm going to try it. You don't remember what it's called?
0: No, but when I pick it up today, I'll send it. take a picture of it and send it to you. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm curious. I always like looking at that stuff.
0: But he was very, it's not an opioid. There's no, you don't have to worry about any of that. You take it when you need it. You know, or if you think you're going to have trouble going to sleep. He goes, you know, no reason to take it every day. Just when you think. I'm like, okay. Why not? I'm in.
1: Yeah, that sleep thing. I, I listened to a podcast on the way home yesterday, actually, about sleep. And you pass out. I want to write to sleep, Jay. uh, They were talking about how once we, as humans, we got artificial light and we weren't going just by the sun. Right. That prior to that, that humans, we used to sleep in, uh, we used to sleep, get up, do stuff, sleep again, like twice, that there were references in like old um, writings to the second sleep of the day, which is what like people used to sleep four hours, get up, go about their day, Go to sleep for four hour hours. Get up, go about their day, and it wasn't until we got artificial light, and then we decided uh, we were working eight hours a day, forty hours a week, that that whole thing got into play. That we try to get our full eight hours that we were expected to get our full eight hours in in one sitting. Really? Yeah, it was kind of uh, interesting. So then you're saying back in the day, people would get up in
0: the middle of the night and do
1: stuff? Yeah, do some stuff, and then go back to sleep. Huh? Yeah. Set an alarm no alarms i know i <laughs> think it was just your body would figure it out
0: that's really interesting
1: yeah hmm. okay how about that how about that it okay. also makes too the
0: intermittent fasting like everybody's like "Oh, I intermittent fast and I, I always laugh at it though because i sit there and say okay well, what's your schedule well, you know, i get to, i try to go to bed by 10 i don't eat after six i go to bed at 10 i get up at like 7 30 i'm like what you're yeah. eating sleeping and eating like, right it's not that big a deal. Yeah, you're essentially not eating for four hours. Right. Like we, because we're up so much longer, much harder for us.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like if I eat at, uh, if I'm done eating at 5. Then you can't eat till 9.
0: You've the, already had six meals by 9 a.m. No,
1: I'm saying if I, if I go to, if when I go to, when I'm done eating my dinner at 5. Right. And then I eat again at, I have yogurt at 2 a.m. So right. what's that seven? Nine, nine, hours. nine hours. Yeah.
0: You've got another seven to go to do the sixteen-eight, which yeah. everything I read has great benefits. I'm not saying it doesn't, that that's not, but for us to do that on our schedule, you would have to be up. You get up at two o'clock in the morning. You wouldn't be able to put anything in your mouth other than water until 9. AM. Yeah. That's you've literally in
1: six different things already. Right. By then I have a uh, yogurt with blueberries and a nice healthy granola. Then I have a, uh, oatmeal then i have peanut butter on rice cakes mm-hmm. and three cups of coffee right and
0: that's all before nine yes so it's you know it's much more difficult when you're up for 18 to 19 hours out of the 24 as opposed to being up for 12 right you know yeah i shouldn't say up for 12 but after you go to bed you know so it's not easy to do yeah and then we... i have a friend of mine he fasts 24 hours twice a week Really? And he is in tip-top shape. I mean, he he looks good.
1: I think once you get your body used to it, I guess. I, I think over time it gets easier, probably like most things, but yeah. it's it's getting through those initial first few times. It's like we have to do it sometimes like you did with blood work where yeah. you're kind of forced to... Yeah, I did 26 you, hours. Yeah, colonoscopy prep or whatever. Yes. Uh, and then you do hit a point, like even with your colonoscopy prep, where you you're not hungry. Right, like you get past it, you it, really do. Hundred percent, it passes. Yeah, it passes. That is true. So once, when you, if you could get your body used to doing that, then I think that intermittent fasting stuff works. Got to train it. Yeah, got to train it. The key is that when you go to eat, you don't go like a maniac because true. you know, you're starving. Yes, and binge and binge eating. Yep. All right, Jerry, we'll, let's check back here tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. of Friday. It is. We've got Rangers Devils going to be exciting. We've got the NFL draft. We'll see if the Mets score a run. <laughs> it is going to be exciting stuff. We'll see you then. So.
0: Happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The most successful team in the history of professional sports. Starting the new millennium, the New York Yankees are once again world champions. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the Free Odyssey app. <laughs>
1: and Jerry don't worry it's only an hour long and most days it doesn't all right here we go
0: 502 the Eddie Scazzeri nice to see you and usually across from me I don't know if he's late if he's not here I don't know where he is his name is Al Aaron Duke so until he gets here we will take you until six o'clock for the Boomer NGO program Al
1: is Eddie is he late where is Um, he
0: he's actually on the phone Jerry
1: Al where are you Jerry I I climbed a pole after the Knicks game last night and I can't get down.
0: Where um excuse me where where are you?
1: I ran out of my condo in Bradley Beach and I climbed a pole and <laughs> now an I idiot. don't I don't know how to Should get Should we down, call
0: Jerry? 911 for you. I I've never called 911.
1: Oh, I've called 911 Jerry. I have it on my phone. <laughs> Well, can Just you kidding, get- Jerry. This is acting. Oh. Thank you very
0: much. Wow. All right. I think Al's on his Thank way. Thank you,
1: Jerry. This is acting.
0: All right. You can hang up the phone now. <laughs> Al is joining us in studio. Oh, Jerry, I'm right here. Uh, nice to see you. Steve. Thank we're you so We're not up a much. pole in Bradley Beach. Oh, what a great act! You know how I like a good acting, pole.
1: Eddie did a great acting job. What a great job we did, I will Jerry. grab onto the, the pole. Grab onto the pole. Love yeah. a pole. By the way, I did see Knicks fans actually were outside the garden. I'm sure they were. They're fired up. Even, like,
0: Ed Cohen, who is the Knicks play-by-play guy on the radio, was like, "Nick fans, rejoice. You've waited a long—almost as if they won the NBA title. Yes,
1: but where did the Knicks fans come from to go in front of the Garden? There weren't five—there was a crowd.
0: what I don't know, because I wasn't there, but I did see a couple of photographs online. I don't know, was there a viewing party outside the Garden where Knicks fans knew— to come collect and gather? I don't know.
1: I don't know either. But there was a crowd yeah. with Nick's flags and yeah, sure. Nick's gear. Yeah.
0: They were jumping all over the place. Well, but we do see this, though, in a lot of cities. When a team is on the road, they gather yeah. at the team stadium or arena.
1: Yeah, I always feel like those are small towns, small town America. Like, I would think the, the Garden had something else going on the, last with night. With the internet, there's no small town anything anymore. On the internet. It's all the same. Yeah. That was impressive, Jerry. I'm glad it happened in Cleveland. It was, yeah. Cleveland sucks. I don't want my car stomped on here. You know, you know what I mean, the bottom Jerry?
0: line is? The, the Knicks, well, that's true. We're a little far away from the guard. I think would be okay. I hope so. But you're not wrong about that. The, the Knicks were tougher than them. Like, there's nothing else to say. They out hustled them, they outworked them, they outplayed them. Even when Julius Randle gets injured, because he was great in the first quarter, then he comes out after sitting the first six minutes and the Knicks extended the lead. And I literally, I'm sitting there thinking, are they going to sit him the rest of the half? Because there's no reason to put him back in. They were playing great. But then you put him back in, and then he lands on the foot of the other player, and you see—you saw it immediately. And he was done, and you're thinking, all right, well, maybe this is what Cleveland needs to get back into it. But no. Between Emmanuel Quickly, Jalen Brunson, Mitchell Robinson, and Obi Toppin in, in the second half, they were great. Hard to argue with anything they did.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I was reading all the articles this morning, Jerry, and it's like every article was focused on a different guy who played well. Like, it was like they really spread it around.
0: Because, and it was different guys at different times when, like, so in the early stages of the second quarter when Randall's off, uh, when he's sitting on the bench, like R.J. Barrett all of a sudden is slashing to the basket all over the place. He started 4-4, four 5-5, or four or five or five, whatever it was. Then Randall comes in. He's driving but looking to pass. Then he gets hurt. You had Mitchell Robinson. You know Mitchell Robinson had uh, 17 rebounds, 11 offensive rebounds. That team's got Jared Allen – it was impressive, very impressive.
1: Yeah, I did even see uh, Tom Thibodeau was very excited, Jerry, about uh, who was he? Uh, t- he was talking about, uh, oh, Mitchell Robinson, mm-hmm. about uh, uh, keeping the big men uh, under control under the yeah. basket,
0: Jerry. big time. It was a, they have a lot of good pieces, this Nick team. I don't know that they're a championship team. I don't think they are, but you know what? There's no reason they can't go beat Miami and get to the conference finals. Right now, that when
1: does this kick off? Sunday, Sunday 1 o'clock. What's today? Thursday? Today is Thursday morning. Friday, Saturday. Oh, so that that's not too
0: bad. No, it's not too bad. Sometimes you got to wait a week for the next yeah. series to begin. So this isn't terrible. Things and Sunday hap- one's a great
1: time. Jerry, things are happening around here. I mean, you got the Knicks going to the next round, you got either the Devils or the Rangers Correct. moving on, you got the. Uh, Islanders hanging on still alive. At home tomorrow night with a chance to send it back to Carolina. You got Aaron Rodgers officially a jet.
0: Yes, that was actually, I got to be honest with you, that was kind of neat yesterday. That was
1: cool. Did you uh, watch any of that?
0: I did. I watched a lot of it. Did you watch it live? Uh, Yeah. Me too. I did. The best one, (laughs) he said a lot of great things. A lot of great things. But I literally was by myself watching this laughing out, like not a little, like literally laughing out loud. When they asked him about, you know, your thoughts about Green Bay saying you ghosted them. Yeah. They couldn't get in touch with you. And he goes this route. I'm fortunate to live in a in a beautiful house. The only downside is I have very limited cell service. So okay. if you want to get a hold of me, I have to see your face. You got to
1: FaceTime me. <laughs> I mean, come on. Right. I'm not buying that. I'm not. I don't. You, men don't FaceTime men. They, we just, unless it's a business. Well, I guess unless it's a business meeting. But. You could set your phone also to call, like Wi Fi call, yes, of course you can when you're in you a, and you you're in a get bad area. Text messages, yes, you can. That's funny, yeah.
0: So, but other than that, I mean, he he sounded like a guy that knew every not everything, knew a lot about the jet history. I thought the thing about walking into the facility and seeing a lonely trophy was awesome. I thought his comments about Namath were great. You know what the best one was. And I read this quote. I don't know if it was a radio interview. I don't th- it might have been. It was when they asked him about, have you thought about what your legacy would be if you ever won here? And he's like, 100% yes. I mean, that's tremendous. So he is thinking about these things. Yeah. I mean, he was very, I thought he was very honest with everything he said, except for the fact that he doesn't get cell service in his house. Yes.
1: And they didn't FaceTime him. He's like, you could check my phone. Uh, I don't see any FaceTime history from any <laughs> any of those people. How about missed texts and calls? Yeah. The other funny thing was they talking about the New York media. Yeah. And, you know, at this press conference, I don't know. I I don't watch a lot of these press conferences Mm -hmm. live, so I don't know if this is common. But the way that uh, they shot it, every time there was a question from the press, they had uh, a camera aimed at the press. Mm -hmm. I mean, not a bigger group of nerds (laughs) you will find. So to act like Aaron (laughs) Rodgers was going to be the maniac press people, aren't the people that show up and cover the team, right? The, the maniac, maniac press people is like Craig screaming in the afternoon.
0: Yeah, but there are, they do get difficult questions. They do get grilled. They, I know what you're saying. Yeah. But they, you can go back and find a lot of very contentious one, uh, not one, um, interactions in a press room. Okay. You Cause, can.
1: Because they seem like a the least intimidating group of people I've seen <laughs> in a long time.
0: You know what it is? Is you can't really fight back too much, because then all the video captures is you acting like a jerk and not the reporter acting like a jerk to you.
1: And I guess this was the happy times, right? Absolutely. The introductory press conference. Everything is good. Yeah. Everybody's happy. Everybody's from Pixel Eleven was there. Jerry yeah. Bruce Beck was there. Bruce Tina's Beck had Boston. the third que- Tina had the first question. Tina went first. That's right. Rich Samini, the Always. Who's Who, Jerry, yeah, Brian Costello. I heard that too. Some dude from the Athletic. I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know who that was, yeah. or the Daily News guy. Right, me neither. I didn't, didn't know the know Daily that.
0: News guy. I did like after Woody spoke, Aaron Rodgers was like, Can you shake my hand. <laughs> I don't know if you caught that. I did not. So Woody was, and Woody was awkward because it didn't seem like he had anything prepared in front of him. He was just, he was just talking. And at one point, he's like, "I think we should have an applause for that
1: because <laughs> no one, would, no one was clapping." So they all him.
0: clapped. And then when he finished he like turns it over and and Rodgers is like, well, I thought I'd get a handshake from you." <laughs> and he didn't Nothing. get to come run over and give him a handshake. Yeah. It's funny.
1: Uh yeah, so that was cool. I enjoyed the uh, press conference. Uh, Aaron Rodgers looked smaller than I thought.
0: I agree. Right? In between Salah and Douglas. Yeah. Yes. You know why? Cuz he's
1: those two guys are big guys. Yeah. And I guess he's a thin guy. Joe Douglas looked like he wanted to laugh a couple of times, especially Had like, questions? Well, he was sitting there as Aaron Rodgers. I, I turned. I must have got there a few minutes late. I got there right when they said, let's take questions. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see whatever he said in the very beginning. He didn't say anything. Aaron Rodgers was just like, happy to be here, excited. That's and what then, I thought. We'll I, open up to questions. Yeah, I didn't think I missed anything. No. So I, I saw right from the get-go the opening question of Tina Servazia. But there was questions about like when they were asking questions about the Packers and not calling the Packers back. Joe Douglas looked like he just wanted to laugh. <laughs> he was just sitting he there with have. like a smirk on his face. <laughs> he might it's have great. Maybe he knows that might be him next year. <laughs> yeah, I thought Aaron Rodgers said a nice a couple nice things about the Jets of how they beat him last year. Yes, and and how uh, the fan base traveled to Lambeau. Yeah, and then also how he knows Rob Sala from San Francisco, who beat him mm-hmm. a number of times. So that was and if you did nice, and
0: if you remember. Uh, maybe like 3 or 4 weeks ago 5 weeks ago remember there was that story that Nathaniel Hackett was getting annoyed because people continue to say the Jets only hired him so that they could get Aaron Rodgers well not for nothing but if you heard Aaron Rodgers yeah. yesterday he said a huge part of why I'm here yeah it worked is Nathaniel Hackett
1: yeah it's funny because we saw over the last couple seasons teams hiring coaches thinking they were going to lure right. a guy and it never worked
0: right well no, in this case it did. You know, another case it worked. You could say maybe he would have been here anyway. But Jalen Brunson with the Knicks, with his the Knicks hiring his dad. Oh right, all right, that did work. You know, right. right. I know he wanted to be here anyway, but that certainly helps. And well, like the, where
1: where did Nathaniel Hackett just come from? He was the, he got fired in Denver as the head coach. Right, right. So, he, but he went to Denver thinking they were going to get. And Aaron that Rogers. was the
0: story last year. Yeah. Was that the Broncos think they're going to get Aaron Rodgers now?
1: Right. So we kept the, so. It's, it started to get to a point where it's like hiring guys hoping to get another guy doesn't work. But it worked. It did work. The one thing, too, that seems really clear to me is that,
0: and this is just from listening to them yesterday, it seems like when Woody, um, Sala, and Douglas went out to California, it seems like there's, at least in my mind, there's no question that's what sealed the deal. Like, he loved everything he heard from them, and that meeting went so well that he was coming here. Because he even said, I've kind of known for weeks I was coming here. It was just, we were just waiting for the details to be worked out. Because there was the one question, was there ever a point you didn't think it would get done? And he was like, no, I kind of knew it was going to get done. we was just waiting for it to become official. You
1: know what they did, Jerry? They didn't call a cell phone. They <laughs> showed up. <laughs> they showed up. They, they didn't got FaceTime. Nope. There was no text. No, no, no. We see him in person. They were not going to uh, get stymied by bad cell phone reception in California. Mm, and they weren't. Like, and by the way, who doesn't want to go to California? I'd like to put that to the test, by the way. What's that? I'm like, I want to go in Aaron Rodgers' home and you call me. <laughs> I bet you it goes right through. <laughs> <laughs> I would think, especially with the
0: internet. On the internet. And you put your phone to yeah. Wi-Fi. It works just fine.
1: You think Aaron Rodgers is sitting at home and there's a FaceTime from the Pat you think he's picking that up? No chance. Uh, He better. You can ignore a
0: text and say you didn't get it. Yeah. The FaceTime, I don't know. I think you kind of have to, don't you? you? I don't know. Well, because with FaceTime, can't see, I don't have Apple. Can't you see if a
1: FaceTime is received or ignored? Yeah. But but what normally happens, unless someone tells you they're FaceTiming you, like in a text, like, hey, I'm going to FaceTime you. If you just get a random FaceTime, you assume that's an accident. So you let that ring for a little while.
0: What if it was multiple times from your boss?
1: Then we pick up. Right. Like, if I'm at home and there's a FaceTime from Spike... You wouldn't pick that up. I'm not picking that up because I assume Spike hit it by accident.
0: Huh. Okay, that's fair. But if he
1: does it again... But what if you have a history of FaceTiming with him? If I have a history of FaceTime and I pick it up. Well, he said... We FaceTime. Mm. That's his words. He's a big fan. I did not picture him as a big FaceTime guy. I wouldn't have thought so either. I would have thought a big texter. Yes. And be left alone. Like, don't call me. I get bad res- service. But text me and I'll get back to you For when sure. I want to. I completely. Did you like him calling out Fireman Ed? I did. I
0: thought Fireman Ed was probably like, oh, fired up. Oh. Now, the one thing I thought, because I heard a couple
1: of people saying, boy, he knows Fireman Ed. Fireman Ed was in TV commercials. Yes. So how could you not know who he is? And featured anytime the Jets are on national Correct. TV and they scan the crowd, there's Fireman the Ed and I, the
0: Jets chant. I did think this, that's going to annoy Benigno.
1: Really? I think so. See, I thought if like Fireman Ed would be like, like he's watching the press conference at home, going just shaking his head, like that's right. Well, I no, I agree with that.
0: You think oh, yeah. that that makes when Daniel Jones talks about the giant fan base? You think that makes uh, license plate guy unhappy? Yeah, he's like he never well, gets called out. Well, I'm not getting called out. <laughs> it's because I have all these license plates around my neck. I actually thought yesterday in your office, I was impressed that those are still hanging up above your
1: computer. Yes, the fake license plates from License Plate Guy. Yeah, I think it's a part of uh, the history of the program and uh, those sorts of things. So I have it still hanging back there. Pretty good. Yeah.
0: Pretty good. Hmm. All right, let's take a break. We're just getting started. A lot of we're gonna have a lot of Aaron Rodgers today, but this is one of these days where there's so much happening. It's not gonna I don't think it'll be Aaron Rodgers for four hours.
1: No, and it's all you no, know, it's so great, Jerry. It's all good news. It's all good stuff. Yes. Finally well, things are turning not, mm, around really for not. New York sports. The Mets look horrendous. Well, yeah, I'm not counting baseball right now. Okay, but they looked horrendous yeah. last night. True. We'll get Truth to bombs. more
0: good stuff, as Al says, and then Boomer and Gio on a celebratory Thursday right here on The Fan.
1: Jerry, there's no way you could hear this not want to dance. I do. As Paula Courtney coming
0: up. I remember this song. You want a love to last forever. All right, it's 520. Did you see Morash singing yesterday? No, what did he say? It was so
1: bad. I don't remember. It was as much as you thought it would go. This is a great song, though. This is what's interesting about this song. This is a live version. This is? Yeah. I say. But it's more. It's coming up. It's uh, more jovial than the studio version. And I believe this was the one that was uh, a hit on the radio. But there's no crowd noise. I know, but it's weird. It is. It is considered a live recording. Very cool. Good stuff. You're looking live. Never tell you I want to see Paul McCartney
0: before he dies. You did mention that.
1: You better hurry. (laughs) Shut up. That's why I'm going to see John Mellencamp, and why I keep going to see Bruce Springsteen. Because you never know when it'll be the last time. Ain't gonna be. You're right. They Ain't gonna be around forever, Jerry. I hope
0: they are. I hope they are. I hope
1: they live, damn it.
0: I watched one of your guys with Joe Rogan talking about anti-aging yesterday. Oh, yeah? And these molecules we need to be taking. We need to be taking molecules? (laughs) I forget what the hell it was. (laughs) It was some supplement that I never heard of before. But the guy swears by it. Okay. Does he look young, the guy? He does. Okay. Yes, he
1: does. Well, then I believe him. He looks like he's 17. He's 83. No. (laughs) Give me supplements, Jerry.
0: (laughs) All right. You mentioned
1: uh, before the break that the uh, Mets are terrible right now. Garbage. Garbage. Four straight losses. And two to the Nationals. At
0: home. They can't score. Hey. Like, that felt like last night. Now, I was watching mostly the Knick game. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I watch every pitch of the Met game. But I was flipping back and forth. This felt like a game from, like, 2012 where there was no one in the ballpark. There were no expectations. And it was one of those just run of the random run-of-the-mill type of games. They lose 4-1 and they give you nothing.
1: Yeah, and you know, there was one particular play to me that looked just lazy, and I, I don't know what more I expected because I went back and watched it again. Okay, like, what did I expect? Which one were we talking about? There was a there was a play at the plate for uh, the Mets were on uh, defense, and uh, whoever was playing left field threw a nice throw home and almost got uh, the runner. Okay, but it was so casually done; it looked like it just looked like they didn't no care. urgency no urgency yeah. but it was and it was a close play at the plate i don't know what th- made it feel like well, nobody cared
0: probably the fact that they didn't get them and there was no anger that having been said that when things aren't going well that's the way. it's kind of like when a team's not hitting you think that they're not into it yeah but they're just not hitting i mean it, it just it looks worse than it is but they're bad right now like yeah. I, I don't understand how they went from going you know through LA, through California, the way they did, and I know Oakland stinks, and I get that. But the Dodgers, and not having a great season, but the Dodgers are still the Dodgers, and the Giants, uh, whatever. They go seven and three, and really they were seven of eight before they lost those two games over the weekend. And then you come home and you just lay an egg, and you lose the series. Two eggs. I just, oh man, and and this is what's worse. And I heard even Brandon Enticki talking about the Yankees yesterday in this way, where he just he called them boring, and I've done that many times too. The Mets, right now, in these last several games, boring.
1: Yeah. Like, I feel like we haven't seen a Pete Alonso home run where Is it we, nothing? Were, we were getting those every few days. Oh,
0: and then you got a couple guys on.
1: Marte strikes out.
0: Lindor strikes out. Just blah. Yeah, it was blah. So, four in a row. Now, the Yankees won. That's fine. They kind of get off the deck a little bit, but I don't know. Just they're good for the Mets right now for this four game losing streak. That Aaron Rodgers is here, the Knicks are winning, Rangers-Devils tonight.
1: Yeah, and with that, I feel like, too, like yesterday, the Yankee game was a day game, which they had no problem smacking the Twins around finally. Well, right, they score a bunch of runs in the second, a bunch of runs in the fourth, game over. But I feel like we're not making a big enough deal over a potential Aaron Judge hand injury. Uh, Well, he said he feels fine. Yeah, that I wasn't feeling you'll, confident. So, you'll know tonight. Yeah, so he slid in the third. Yeah. Awkwardly... I did like his move, though. He slides in the third, clearly hurts his hand. Gets up and runs right into the dugout. Didn't, like, linger there for the uh, for the trainer to come out. A big scene mm-hmm. where they're looking at his hand out on the field. Ran right into the dugout, right down to the tunnel to, I guess, get it checked out. Not in front of everybody to make it. Maybe even did that thinking, I don't want this to look like a big deal. And because he was DHing, we didn't know. Mm-hmm.
0: What the deal? What it is that
1: he says, "quote Feeling good, Jerry." He said he's feeling good,
0: but now I would, I shouldn't say we'll know tonight. We'll know this weekend. If he doesn't play tonight, I could you can make every case. Hey, you know what? We won yesterday. Just being cautious. That's fine. If he doesn't come out against Degrom tomorrow night, then I'd be concerned. Oh, is he pitching tomorrow night? Tomorrow, yeah, oh, against Clark right? Schmidt.
1: Oh, <laughs> on paper, Jerry. <laughs> on paper, I'm not looking good. Well. But well, you never know.
0: That's why they play the games. Yeah, like Domingo Herman got the win yesterday. He gave up six runs in six yeah. innings. he did not look great. Right. You got to go out there and just play the game. But yeah, we see DeGrom on a Friday night in Texas. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, kind of cool.
1: What do we got tonight? Now, you might almost it. watch. Got Garrett Cole tonight yes. today uh, tonight for the Correct. Yankees against the someone named Andrew Heaney, Jerry. Hey, he was he was on the Yankees. Someone <laughs> I named actually Andrew rec- Heaney. you know what's funny I actually did recognize the yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a long time, and yeah. he didn't do well here. But yes. And then uh, for the Mets, a uh, Joey Lucchese, Jerry, yeah. who pitched very well last he time did. out.
0: He did, and they need. I mean, they need a good start tonight. Not that the starts have been
1: awful; they're just their
0: offense is awful.
1: Jerry, if you love sports, and I think you do, I you do. love sports, I do. right, Jerry? I do. Seven ten, yeah, uh, Mets Nationals. Seven Devils 30. Rangers. Devils. Oh! Rangers. Uh,
0: how could you not watch Devils
1: Rangers? No, I'm saying tonight? that's seven thirty, so you watch the Mets for uh, twenty minutes. I get an inning, yeah. Uh, then, of course, you'll have to pop on the NHL, uh, the NFL draft, Jerry, to see where these are. Uh, I will not be doing that. See where these, I will quarterbacks not turn on going. the NFL draft what? for two
0: seconds. I have no interest. I've never had any interest in the NFL draft. Just tell me who they picked, and then in five years, we'll let you know who worked out and who didn't.
1: Right. And then you got, uh, yeah, Rangers-Devils. That's the big one. That's it. That's yes. it. That's game, game, the big five. game five. Game five. That's the game you watch. The others you kind of check in on, see how it's going. The draft you'll see, a scroll, scroll, sc- scroll. The crawl. scroll. The Rangers-Devils game, they should have a scroll on the bottom. They might. No, no, they draft.
0: won't. No, they won't. You, you, what you might get is you might get like a sports break crawl where you get the Mets score and the Yankees
1: score, maybe what the Jets and Giants did. And but I don't num- even know if they do that. What about number one pick? Will they use scroll number one pick? No. 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 By the way, I did like that uh, C.J. Stroud. He was the guy, Jerry. He's the quarterback who uh, everyone is uh, secretly mocking because his test scores were very low. And he came out and he said, and I feel this, by the way. I feel this, what he's saying. I'm not a test taker. I play football. I agree. Well, me too, C.J., because I scored a 690 on my SATs. And look at what a wild success you
0: are as an adult. 690. When you, um, when you had that day in Tampa, when yeah. you got fired and your girlfriend broke up with you on the same day. It was quite a day. Did the
1: 690 on your SAT ever <laughs> go through your mind? Did that, you know what? It should have. <laughs> it did not cross my mind that day. <laughs> I remember, though, I was sitting on a curb outside the radio station that I just got fired at. Sure. And then when I called my then-girlfriend and she's like, yeah, I'm not sure this is working. Oh. I was like on a curb. I was brutal. sitting on a curb, Jerry, with 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 thinning hair. Yeah, <laughs> February of two thousand one. Was it warm? At least that was probably warm. Yeah, probably did, a nice day. Tell, did you tell her you had just gotten I fired? Believe so <laughs> so she says, like, you know what? I'll just do it now. Yeah. Why? Uh, I'm not going to be with
0: a unemployed loser. Did you think when you called her you yeah. were going to get support? Yes.
1: <laughs> I was hoping for a little support, and <laughs> she broke up with you. Correct. I was it, like, huh. Good thing you were already on the curb because that's where she kicked you. Yeah, kicked me right to the curb. And I, but that's when I said, Jerry, it's time to come home. Jerry, I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, home. when you realize you couldn't pay your rent, <laughs>
0: mom and dad. Good news is my twin bed with the <laughs> with the poster of Roger Staubach still up. Are my NFL is my NFL bedspread still available? <laughs> is that where you went home to? Or did you get an apartment immediately?
1: You had to have gone home for a little while. I got, I went home only for uh, two months. Okay. Be because the apartment I was getting wasn't going to be ready for two months. Twin bed? Is that the one I'm touching? <laughs> yeah. I came back a winner, though, Jerry. <laughs> went right to
0: WNEW. Did, at any point? did you? Well, when you didn't get that job before you came back, did you? I did. You got that job when you were in Florida still?
1: Yeah. So how about this, Jerry? I, I got fired and my girlfriend broke up with me in February of 2001. I immediately uh, reached out to WNEW. Their primitive web page they had at the time mm. had a job opening, and I reached out. And I—that's how you got the yeah. job
0: in this company.
1: Yes. Wow, that's a good story. And i i, I used to use this as a, a way to get job interviews. <clears throat> I would—I told them I said, uh, "Oh, I'm going to be—I'm going to be in New York next uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. You have any time?" They're like, uh, "Well, yeah, come by Tuesday." Then I had to book a flight. And you got home. I got up there, got the job, went back, filled up a U-Haul truck, and let's
0: go. How about that? Well, you know what? That's called a nice rebound. A big rebound. And then all you needed to do was find a hooker in Manhattan, and you'd be complete. (laughs) Did not find a hooker. (laughs) Complete bounce back and turnaround. Wow, that's actually very
1: impressive. I didn't realize that. And then
0: how long after that did you and Olive have the conversation with Scott Herman? Like, I don't know how we pay these people. I don't know how these people live on what we pay. That had to
1: be around 2003. (laughs) We met with the boss, oh. and we wanted a raise.
0: And a jo- is this the job where you were coming in, not really wondering why they were paying you because you weren't doing
1: anything all day? Uh, that's a. I don't know when the timing was. I just remember him saying no, and then we go, "Well, how do people? How are we supposed to live?" He goes, well, "I have no idea <laughs> how anyone works here," <laughs> <laughs> and he was in charge of ten ten wins. It's pretty honest and W N E W. Get out of right. my office. <laughs> <laughs> he said something to the effect of, "I don't know how anyone lives." He goes, "But I also know if that job opens, there'll be a long list of people that, that want it." That is the problem. And he's right. That is very true.
0: He was right. Very Terry. true. And then you stole money for a year, doing nothing every day <laughs> until it's opened up, or until they put you with uh, your your childhood
1: idol, who then hated you, David Lee Roth. Yes. It's true. That <laughs> Some was a, history. How about that was over yet? Yeah, I have a, a weird history here, Jerry. Yes, you do. Very yeah. strange. Very strange. And now
0: you are producer of a sports show, and you hate sports. <laughs> it's been a, been a long, strange trip. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. It's 535. When we come back, more sports for the sports guy. And then Boomerang and Gio at 6 on the fan. All right, nice to have you with us. Knicks win, Knicks win there into the conference semifinals. Mets lost, that's right. You got Rangers Devils tonight. You got Yankees and Rangers this weekend. We see Jacob DeGrom tomorrow night. We got the NFL draft. Aaron Rodgers is here. Hi. God, there's a lot to talk about.
1: Jerry, why do you suppose yesterday in the Aaron Rodgers press conference, the one uh, where the uh, media was there asking all the questions and they asked him about, uh, are, are you going to be here next year as well? Uh, he wouldn't commit. He was very noncommittal. Kept saying well, foreseeable future. I'm very focused on this season. Da, da, da. But in the one-on-ones afterwards, he said this is not a one-and-done.
0: Yeah, and not only that, he said he wants to play into his 40s. Oh, really? That's what I thought I heard him 40s. say. 40s. So he turns forty, okay, in December. I think he said. Yeah, my guess, listening to him, he sounded like a guy who was re- like energized and ready to start over. Yes. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was a one and done. I also wouldn't be surprised if you
1: told me three years from now he's still here. Hmm. Nothing would surprise me actually yeah. with him. He looks great. Like he looks he does. young. He does look young, Jerry. He looked good in that uh, Jets hoodie that they. They put out that video yeah. of him slowly that walking was, into the I facility. I got to tell you,
0: give the Jets credit. That was kind of neat.
1: Yeah. A lot of people uh, thought it was good luck that uh, when... I don't know if you saw the video when he first comes into the Jets facility. Mm-hmm. He does the hand slap hug with Rob Sala. The way that hand clap popped. You know sometimes you go to give somebody like a a, a hand clap thing, Jerry, and it, and it pops nicely? Mm-hmm. Like it pops when you... People thought that was a good That's sign. good luck. Like, that was a solid man hand slap hug. That's what we're hanging our hat on? Yes.
0: The Jets are going to win the Super Bowl because of a man hug and a slap. That is correct, Jerry. Okay. I mean, I, listen, for their sake, I hope that's yes.
1: true. Um, yes, he also joked about, uh, you know, they asked him about Zach Wilson going to make yes. his life hell, Jerry, and that uh, <laughs> Zach Wilson's going to make the veteran QB's life hell, he said he was gonna make Zach Wilson's life heaven. Yes, because he can put his feet up and watch for the next yeah. couple of years. Yeah. Right. This is gonna be great for you, kid. <laughs> Do nothing and get paid. Just show up. Yeah. Watch and learn. Right. And everything will go great. See how the master does it. Pretty much.
0: And it does seem like they have a pretty good relationship. So yeah. this should this should go well. It should go it should. well. You no, know, it does. It puts Rob Sala on the hot seat now. Yeah. You just gotta go out there and win now. Who's more a hot seat, Joe Douglas, Rob Sala? I would say Sala. Yeah, because Douglas has done he not, did his not part. everything he's done has been great, but his drafting has been pretty good. He
1: got Aaron Rodgers here. I mean, yeah, I would say Sala. I did feel like Sala was looking like now it's on me. It is like on I, him. I actually feel I actually felt that coming off the screen because uh, you know with with Joe Douglas on one side. Rob Sala on the other side. They were not the focus, but they were on camera the whole time. Yes. So you got to be very conscious of that when you are on camera the whole time but not really involved. Mm-hmm. Like the looks on your face, the smile and the someone's marching. watching. Someone's watching always. And Rob Sala had a look of this is for real now. Yeah, well. Got the guy. I, now we got to get it done. Yeah, you do have to get it done. I mean that it like they're on notice now. And I guess Aaron Rodgers is practicing today. Because yesterday they, they asked him, when are you practicing, Aaron? He said, does tomorrow count? Yeah. And guess what? Today is tomorrow. The one thing tomorrow I, is today. I'll
0: tell you one thing I like too that surprised me from, from him. All we heard in Green Bay the last couple of years is how he, and this is from the younger receivers, how he doesn't do anything with them. And when he was asked about it, he's like, well, they're 22 and I'm 39. He goes, what do we have in common? Yesterday he's like, I'm excited to be in Jersey. I'm excited to put some events together to start doing some team bonding and get to know these guys. I thought that was
1: great. i like to get them down to Bradley Beach, throw the uh, ball around uh, on the beach.
0: Uh, I just, thought you are not in favor of that in just, case someone gets injured. Just,
1: <laughs> oh, right. Uh-huh. Oh, point, so Jerry. when it benefits you, it's good. Yeah. No, good point. I don't Nobody want else. these guys getting injured on the right. beach. There's a bunch of shirtless Jets players, Jerry, down in Bradley Beach throwing the football you could around. could see that. You never know. I go out there and film them. Doesn't Bill Parcells still live down there, Seagirt? I've not seen Bill Parcells. I've he- I have heard that Seagirt, yep. And he's got that house. Yeah. Never saw him on the boardwalk. No. Walking his dog. I don't go to the Seagirt area though. Well, I just like the meant bo- the Jersey boardwalk Shore. area yeah. where I would see him. Fair enough. I know Bruce Springsteen's in that like Manisquan area. He hangs out there. Yeah, we know. You try
0: and stalk him. True. We're vet- we're well aware of that. Maybe
1: I'll start looking for Bill Parcells. Should you go
0: hang out in that ice cream shop that he went to went with Bon Jovi. Tasty Freeze. Just sit in the parking lot every oh, no, day. I know Jersey
1: Freeze. You have nothing else to do. <laughs> I get them confused. The Jersey Freeze is where Bon Jovi and Bruce Springsteen go. Tasty Freeze is where John Mellencamp was sucking chili dogs. <laughs> tasty Freeze? Yeah. Don't know it. That's a Midwest uh, chain. You going to go there? When I'm in Indiana? Yeah. yeah. I'll be sucking on chili dogs. That's coming down. Outside the Tasty, tasty free. Freeze. That's funny. What is that now? June 1? Uh, end of June, Jerry. End June of 24th. That's right. By the way, uh, the Pirates, that uh, old fella Drew Maggi, Jerry, he made his MLB debut. How'd that go for him? After 1,155 minor league games, he got called to the big leagues, Jerry. Mm-hmm. He got called to pinch hit.
0: Just think of this. Yeah. When you think of a 33 year old rookie, you think what? Hmm. Probably should have made a different choice. Well, that, and he's not exactly a young man. Not a young man. You're 20 years older than him.
1: <laughs> this could be my son, Drew Magic. Yes,
0: I'm 16 years older than him. Yeah. And we look at them like they're these old, old run-down guy? guys.
1: What I, is this old rundown guy you doing? you imagine
0: being 33 again? Oh, I'd
1: love it, Jerry. Right.
0: I'd embrace life. You would feel like a child again. I sure would. I know. So I, I know he struck out, right? He pinched yeah, it and struck out. out. That's got to be a cool moment, though, for him.
1: Yeah, he seemed to... I'm not going to say he's enjoyed striking out because he didn't enjoy striking out, but he loved getting in the game.
0: Did you see who the Dodger pitcher was? I, no. That
1: I don't know. I'm curious who he faced. He faced a young Fernando Valenzuela. No, it was not Fernando <laughs> Valenzuela.
0: What is wrong with you?
1: Come he on now. He faced Oral Hershiser. Oh, okay. Weren't Eddie. you about
0: 33 when you got fired and dumped on the same day? <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, right about there. Yep. That's not nice, Eddie. Come on now. Oh, it's funny. Do you know what inning that he pinched it in? Do we, know any, uh, the, do we have any details I, I mean, of
1: I, I, I didn't write them on my show sheet details, but, uh, I mean, there are details. No, I know there are but, details. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Um, TV is telling us uh, eighth inning. Eighth, eighth inning. inning. All right, so I go to, Thank the, you, the, you go to the eighth spot. inning. Look at him. There he is. I All hope right. he dug in, Jerry. I hope they didn't rush him with the stupid pitch clock batter get in the box. I hope the kid... The 33-year-old kid was was able to dig in, Jerry. Dig in those cleats. Stare down that pitcher. He actually took too long and they gave him
0: strike 1. Did they really? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Alex Vesia, not exactly Fernando Van yeah. as well. All right. He's got an ERA of a 9.3 so far to start the season.
1: Okay, so not great. No, but he struck the kid out. He the, he struck the man out. The man. He struck the man, man. out. By the way, I saw this uh, story yesterday, and I immediately thought of you, Jerry. Me? Racco. Yep, I sure did. Does it involve Jerry Jones and the Cowboys? It does not. It oh. involves the children, the Little League, Jerry. Dep- oh. Deptford, New Jersey. You know where we're playing this weekend? Are you playing in Deptford? Yes, we Dep- are. Dep- uh, yes. How do you say it, for Jerry? Deptford. Deptford. I think. That's where our oh, tournament yeah. is. Deptford. Deptford Little League yeah. in New Jersey will make parents who yell at umpires they will make them actually have to ump games in order to be able to be spectators again. I think it's great. They're going to suck though at umpiring and then Yes, and people can yell at them. <laughs> That's the
0: idea to kind of understand how hard it is.
1: I can't wait till the first like so you have to like if a parent is being unruly, can the umpire throw them out of the area? Like have they them can, out? But
0: then someone has to actually enforce that. Right. Now, usually what would happen is
1: they will say this game will not continue until that person's removed or leaves. And then we hope that the crowd makes that person shut up. Yes. Now they're going to say, okay, you've got your ump next week. Yeah. Or you can't come back. I want to go to one of those games where one of those loudmouth losers has to ump a game, and then we all just yell at them, Jerry.
0: I was involved in a game where a, a parent got thrown out. Is that right? And the umpire threatened to throw me out. Oh, because, not that they were being unruly, they really weren't being unruly, but number one, the umpire was terrible. Bad umpire. Horrible. And one of these parents did let them know it, and at one point he stopped the game and said, that's a warning, if you don't stop, I'm throwing you out. And then he turned to me, he goes, if he doesn't stop, you're also thrown out. I said, what do I do? <laughs> you are a coach at he, this time? Yeah, I was head coach. He goes, you've done nothing. He goes, but you're responsible for them. I'm wow. like, Wow. okay. So I went over. I didn't know who it was. I said, guys, you're killing me. Just zip it. We'll deal with it. Okay. About five minutes later, it happened again. He stopped the game. You're out. And the game will not continue until he's gone. I said, am I out too? He goes, no, you've been pretty good. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I got to stay. We, but so just- I've seen
1: it. He said to you, we're not throwing you out, but you got to be back
0: here Tuesday.
1: There's a 1 o'clock. <laughs> no, I did not have to go There's back. a 1 o'clock game we need you to ump, Mr. Reckham. But
0: ironically enough, that is where our tournament is
1: this weekend, is oh, at Deptford Little League. You better be careful out there, Jerry. and I, Tell those parents to zip their lips. I, I know. I, we or will we're do gonna the best be, we can. we're going to be changing umps mid-game.
0: I acknowledge how difficult umping is. Yeah. But my God, some of them are so terrible.
1: Mm. I think I'd be bad at that. I like, have thought about that. Could I ump a Little League game?
0: If you're just consistent, that's all we want. If you're going to call high strikes, call high
1: strikes. Okay. Don't make one a strike, and then you throw the same pitch, and it's a ball. Here's where I think I would have an issue, and probably parents that now have to ump would have an issue. Really thinking about every pitch. As it hits the glove, and then I go, uh, (laughs) ah. Ball. Give me a second. Give me a second. (laughs) Hold on. Let me see what this was. Ah. I'm going to say that didn't go over to play ball. <laughs> That's not going to work. Yeah, like you've got to be. Yeah, you got to be decisive. Very right, right away. And stick
0: to your guns. Yes. we got to take a break. When we come back, we'll get you Boomer and Gio right now on Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on the mighty Jimmy Butler.
1: It's the dynamic duo of Al
0: and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. I got about a minute or so left. Knicks win, Knicks win, Knicks move on. Aaron Rodgers here with us on.
1: Jerry, many alert to social media followers. Let me know that uh, the the Pirates uh, player, Drew Maggi, the fellow who came up 33 years old, I said they should have given him some time, let him really dig in, feel his at-bat. He did get a pitch clock violation. <laughs> Strike two. Strike <laughs> two. So he ended up striking out in his one at-bat and strike two was because he took too long. Like he was really feeling himself in that box. I haven't had a chance to go.
0: <laughs>
1: I haven't had a chance to go watch it yet, but now I will. Yeah. Felt bad for the guy. Well,
0: that sucks. But still a good memory, though. Yeah,
1: still a great memory. I hope he gets another at He's bat. got
0: one major league at-bat. How many do you have? I have zero. Me too. Exactly.
1: Although I'd probably have as many hits as him, zero. <laughs> Just like you did when you were nine. Yes. Well, <laughs> that, that 13. Season. Oh, 13.
0: I went Don't full, tell people that. I want
1: a full season without a hit, but I did hit the ball. This Doesn't is what count. you're not. Doesn't count. You're not getting, Jerry. No
0: base hits.
1: You're actually- WFAN. FM.
0: WFAN-FM. W F A N W F A N F M W F A N F M H D FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.